I'm Eddie. I'm Sammy. And this is Housewarming Party. Welcome to Housewarming Party, a podcast where all the queer animated characters from your childhood are out proud and living their best lives. <laughs> Do you have a favorite early queer icon from a favorite early queer icon? You know what I was thinking about this week? I was thinking about how many friends I know for whom their queer sexual awakening was the fox from Robin Hood. The fox? From Do you Robin? know how many friends I have that they're like queer sexual awakening was the fox from Robin Hood on Lassie Anfield Stewart and your sexual awakening was Oogie Boogie? We'll <laughs> never let it go. We'll never let it go. I see it though. I see it though. I, He's got Santa all tied down. Yes, oh, for rope play. Well, 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 what have we here? I did not know who Oogie Boogie Santa was. Santa Claus, huh? Now I do. Ooh, I'm really scared. That's hilarious. You know what time it is? What time is it? Time for an icebreaker. Oh. Each episode, we'll pick a question from one of our icebreakers. What happens when all the ice is broken? I actually don't know. Maybe we make some frosés or pina coladas. Or maybe we start at the beginning and we do, like, reverse questions, like Jeopardy style. Jeopardy style. Okay. So you give me the answer and I'm supposed to figure out what the question is. Exactly. Love it. <laughs> anyway. We'll pick one card every episode and take turns answering the question on that card. If you want to play along at home, you can send us your answer at housewarmingpartypod at gmail.com and we'll read it on next week's episode. Today's question is, if you could be any queer, non-binary, Latinx astrologer, oh. which one would you be and why? The one, the only. <laughs> the legend is back. I wanted oh, to mucho, work mucho, 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 okay? the conversation amor. at some point. If you have not seen <laughs> Mucho Mucho Amor on Netflix, watch it. They don't pay us. I know we haven't been dropping name brands on this episode on this show because nobody pays us. But watch it. Walter Mercado is so beloved. Yeah, yeah. So beloved. It's a great documentary. Anyway. What one thing would you like to get better at over the next year? Hmm. Nose goes. Eddie goes first. Nose goes? Is that You've never done nose goes? No. Or like if some if a group of people have to do something and they don't want to be the first one to do it, they just put their finger on their nose. I was going to say. And then the last person to put their finger on their nose is the loser and nose goes. I've never heard it called that. I've just seen the gesture. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm so like distracted by that now. What was the question again? If you could, what's one thing you'd like to get better at over the next year? So one of the things I'm working on right now yeah. is linoleum cutting. Mm. So I want to say I got some materials about four or five years ago while I was still living in Houston. I've always really liked the aesthetic of wood prints, mm. um, but kind of etchings in children's books or kind of older kind of like fiction novels and things like that. Um, I like the kind of high contrast. Um, and I, I did like one kind of trial run mm -hmm. and then put all my materials in a box. And so um, I got some more materials I actually know what I'm going to do. Mm. I'm going to do your peonies from your tattoos. Aww. Start out with that design 
and um, playing around with different cuts and different um, styles and maybe even kind of different uses of ink. So hmm. I feel like I need some kind of more art and some more kind of hands-on stuff. You should do that. Life. Yeah. You should do that. We'll do that this weekend. Hmm. Okay. How about you? I would like to get back into illustrating. I think a lot of people here don't, I mean, here, nobody's listening. A lot of people don't know that I used to illustrate uh, for a long time. I had originally tried to go to school for it, but people um, and life and institutions. Um, so I didn't do that professionally. I, I didn't pursue any art professionally, although I really wanted to. Um, and now I'm, I'm not interested in pursuing illustration professionally, but like I definitely want to do it as a hobby. And um, I think that there, there are a lot of reasons for which like hobbies for me, I get very anxious about. Like I get, yeah. you know, and that's that's like a, a thing that we could talk about much, much later. But I would like to get back into it for fun, for hobbies, you know, for for me just to discover why I love it and to give myself an outlet. I love that. I love that. I was actually. I love the. I love the. Yeah. I remember when you started um, working on our guest book, and you drew those um, us as characters. Mm -hmm. Like I knew that you had done some illustrating. I had no idea how talented you were. Um. No. 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 Stop. Because I had no idea that you were so intensely talented as an illustrator as well. (laughs) And he pulled out his like portfolio from what like high school. It is incredible. Are you kidding me? I forgot that I had that and I showed that to you. You still have it, right? I do. I really love it. I like. I would frame some of those. I swear. That's we should sweet. as soon as we're done painting the apartment. The thing that we have been putting off forever because we're both short and we need a ladder. <laughs> Remember, if you want to play along at home, send your answer to housewarmingpartypod at gmail.com and we'll read it on next week's episode. That's it for icebreakers. So by the time this episode comes out, we will officially be in phase four of reopening in New York City. I know that this podcast was not supposed to be about coronavirus, but there's nothing that's not about coronavirus anymore. If that, whatever, double negatives, if that even makes sense. Everything is about the virus. It sucks. Um, But hopefully we're on a path to it sucking a little less. So phase four is happening in New York. Um, that was supposed to be the final phase, although there's definitely, you know, not every industry is fully open yet. Yeah. Um, so, you know, what's what's changed for us or not? Because I think like, and you've said it on the show before, we're still kind of in phase zero. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's interesting because I, you know, I've been kind of journaling regularly mm-hmm. since, I mean, for a while, but especially kind of since we've been in kind of quarantine. And... I wanted to get into the habit of chronicling every week mm-hmm. and then to have different categories. Mm-hmm. Um, so like what's going on in Corona news? Um, how is our my health doing? Um, how is work going? Mm-hmm. Um, how is isolation in our relationships going? And so I started kind of making these kind of categories because I know that within a year, definitely within five to 10 years, we're going to talk about this period mm-hmm. as if it was the same from day one to whenever the last day is, mm-hmm. when it actually has kind of changed over time. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, April was rough. Mm-hmm. I mean, what was, what's interesting is that April, I remember distinctly being really anxious about going on social media with this kind of dark interest in seeing um, 
whatever kind of bad news and, and learning what I can about who had been um, gotten sick or who had passed. And it was just kind of week after week of kind of scrolling. And it was really stressful. Um, then the numbers got better in New York, but then the numbers started getting worse in other states. And so I'm back on social media, um, watching other friends in other states get sick. And so it's it's interesting to see how some things haven't changed, some things um, have changed. Um, our mask wearing has not changed at all. Mm -hmm. We are still team mask. Mm -hmm. McCavity, um, wear your mask. <laughs> At the beginning, I don't know what you think. I feel like we did more virtual happy hours. Yeah. I, I felt like th there was a week there where I was like drinking every night and <laughs> on screen. And, and it was a great way to catch up with people and help um, help ourselves and each other kind of acclimate to this new experience. But I think over time, I, don't, I think we got zoomed out. Oh, for so sure. It became less uh, Everything's form of a support. virtual yeah. event. You yeah. Know? Now it feels... It doesn't feel the way it did, where it's like, oh, this this way of reconnecting with people. I'm like, I, that's not what we're doing anymore. Have you done that recently, a virtual happy hour, or even kind of like a hangout with friends? Uh, I'm about to, actually, tomorrow. Oh, really? I mean, well, I guess Saturday for the people who are listening to this now. <laughs> and we record, notes. We record on Friday. Right. <laughs> Nobody. Continuity errors. <laughs> Edward. I think the way you caught yourself. Um, you know, nobody's taking notes. But no, we record on Friday, release on Monday, Saturday, a.k.a. tomorrow for us. Uh, <laughs> I am, I'm doing another one with the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. It's oh, a sort of meet and greet. Oh, that's right. I think that one's going to be fun. You know, I think that Are you going to be fully manifested? I am going to be manifested. <gasps> it's I've never gonna seen take, manifested. You are going to, you're going to see a sight. Wow. Also, you're going to, you're going to watch me make an entire mess of this apartment. Because manifesting, like putting on that face... And sealing it so that it doesn't budge takes hours. What time is this? Uh, it's from three to five. Okay. Um, but we're gonna get together. The sisters are gonna get together on Zoom at like two to kind of do our makeup together. Um, so I love all of that. Yeah, you're gonna watch the process. It's a lot. It's a lot. And the things I knew that was coming up, I, I didn't realize that was tomorrow. Yes, yeah, tomorrow. Yes, tomorrow. Um, and you know what I was also kind of thinking about is, um, you know, I think we've talked a lot in other episodes about just the level of kind of stress, anxiety, and depression and the effect on kind of mental health. We haven't really kind of talked much about the effects, how kind of the quarantine um, manifests itself in our bodies. Yeah. Um, I've been sleeping better mm. lately, but there is a, no, actually, I think I've gone full pendulum. I was not Me sleeping too. well. Then I was sleeping well. And now I'm sleeping too much. Like mm. I've been taking naps in the middle of the day. Yeah. I mean, um, you saw me today. I was like, I could not get out of bed. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. It really kind of comes in waves. There was that period of time for what, do you remember that when my legs hurt so bad? And oh we eventually, you know, I was thinking about that. We realized that it was actually because I was not moving at all. Wow. Like that was why I we started doing. I thought about that until yeah. you mentioned it. That was why we started doing, so we've been doing these like daily dance parties every every day at like 6 p.m. Shout out to Rachel at Afro Fitness. She's definitely listening. She's definitely listening. <laughs> we'll put the information I in the will show notes. You know what? Actually, we will we will put the information in the show notes because I like her. I'd love to give her like a shout out. She doesn't know us. She doesn't care. But I really love her channel. It was the only like of the dance fitness like videos. She was like the only non-white uh, 
dance fitness person that I could see on YouTube. And I'm like, I would rather dance with her. And I love the um, fact that sometimes she gets winded. <laughs> I do, I really do. Sometimes she's like, stop and she's like, oh my God, going. you keep going. You're doing great. I love her so much. I she's love when she does that. She's overly enthusiastic. Like, she's not, <laughs> you know, it's so funny. She's like, I, I also wonder, cause like of the way she talks during the video, is it like, is it live for her when uh -huh. she's doing it? Like, like the way she talks, like it, it's like she's almost responding to somebody, but yeah, no, that was why I originally started doing it. So I was like, oh my God, I, I didn't realize yeah. how much I just needed to move. Yeah. And I did not feel safe going outside at the time. And I still don't, you yeah. know, most of the time. Um, so I was like, let me just pop on some dance videos on YouTube. Uh, we had tried a couple different like workout things. I like her the best for, you know, for a lot of different reasons. You know, you know, these moves are exhausting, but fun. Uh, it is a dance and it is a workout. Especially um, because you will add the weights and then we've got those resistant bands. Yeah, so. I like I like dancing with the weights in hand as well, just to give myself a little bit like, especially as an aerialist, like I don't know when I'll get to go back to aerial classes. Yeah. Um, and I don't know when I'll feel safe going back to aerial classes. I don't even know if they're open, but even, you know, even then, I don't know that I personally feel safe because I do aerial silks and um, trapeze and uh, Lyra, which is the hoop. Um, and... I don't think you've ever seen me do it. And I've never, but I never knew there was a word for that. There's a word for that, yeah. Um, and this, but the silks is like, can you imagine if somebody comes to class sick, sneezes, then touches the silk? <laughs> like. Yeah. You know, so, so I, I don't know how safe I would feel going back right away, but I know that because I haven't been doing it for so long, I've lost a lot of that strength yeah. that you need to do it. And one day I want to go back because I love it. Yeah. But I don't want to. I don't want to start from like the square one. Yeah. You know, I don't want to have to go back to like I can't even invert because my core is so weak. Um, so it's it's really nice to do kind of like a fitness dance workout. Especially because we do it at six o'clock ish. Mm -hmm. End of the workday. So it's a great and way to end the day. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I'm not one of those roll out of bed and workout people. No. Um, and I'm Me glad that either. we found a routine for us. Yeah. Um, you know, I can't I, do it first thing in the morning. I did. I want to say. Um, I lost weight at the beginning of the year before mm. going into kind of uh, quarantine, then gain weight. Mm. Um, and I think if I lost any weight this week, it's because I started drinking coffee mm. or the workout. Mm. Um, I mean, the Keeping other thing is regular. That, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was Instead like, I'll just kind of leave it right there. Yeah. But the other thing is that I will take it to poop jokes anytime. <laughs> anytime. Content warning poop, I guess. Get out. Get out. <laughs> The one thing that I, that I do, um, I'm struggling with, is I've been grinding and clenching my jaw a lot, and I don't know how to stop. Mm. Um, I wake up with headaches and with kind of pain in my head and my jaw because of that. Mm. I'm pretty sure I've kind of ground uh, levels of my teeth. Um, I actually just got an email today or a text from my dentist saying, mm. hey, we're open and we're um, safe and clean. And I don't know when I would feel comfortable going back to the dentist's office. I feel like I need to, but I feel like we should almost come up with our own definition mm. of our own phases, what phase one, right. two, three, and four would look like, or at least right. phase one. I actually gained weight from staying inside. I gained about 10 pounds, but I also, you know, I don't, I don't say that because I, I don't have any feeling attached to it. Mm -hmm. um, I, I wanted to quote, again, Ian, who I love, um, that I had done an Instagram live with Ian one time and I, I told her about how like I had gained weight and she had said something about like, you know, that she had gained a little too, but that, you know, if you gain weight during quarantine, that's just your body doing its job. 
Absolutely. That's your body doing its job to stay alive. And there's there's really no, um, I would hope that people don't feel any sort of stigma or shame around that. Yeah. But I know that we live in a fat phobic society that places sort of like value on our appearance. And I certainly have seen people on like social media saying, oh, I'm going to get my body right while I'm inside. I'm like, your body's already right, honey. Yeah. Your body's already right. And so whatever it's doing right now, it's doing its job. Yeah. And if anything, I don't want to say I judge people, but when I see people who are absolutely kind of ripped right now, yeah, I do kind of wonder like how, how, yeah, how is anybody, yeah, um, doing all that? So yeah, so phase four is malls and museums, um, which I'm not sure how that affects us directly. I'm actually am looking forward to going to museums. Okay. Um, I don't know if I would, but I like the idea of it. Zoos and botanical gardens, mm -hmm. which I actually am looking forward to as well. Um, filming, which I would love to get your thoughts on mm -hmm. that. And fanless pro sports, which I just think it's hilarious to see kind of the, the Yankees and um, play a game at Yankee Stadium with nobody in the stands. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's your take on the on the filming? Um, you know, I... Uh, I, I find that fascinating. I'm I'm glad the entertainment industry. Is, I think I'm glad the entertainment industry is trying to come back because I know so many actors, you know, present company included, who like we need work. Um, you know, what was it? Maybe a week or so ago, people were raving about Hamilton on Disney Plus, and every time that I would see people rave, I. I guess I'm glad you're doing something indoors, but I like kind of want to remind you that everyone who worked on that thing you love is out of a job right now, yeah, and is yeah. probably on unemployment right now. Um, and those are set to those benefits are set to expire pretty quick, you know, not maybe within the next couple weeks, I think. Um, so yeah. I'm glad that I, I hope that this brings some jobs back to an industry that really needs it. That said, a film set is big. A film set is big, you know, you know, if you're doing sort of like an indie film, even in actually, you know, I've done some indie short films, sets are big, Yeah. you know, because you're not, it's not just about cameras, uh, it's not just about directors, it's not just about actors, it's about lights and sound and craft services and hair and makeup true. and wardrobe and um, there's a lot of people involved in a film set. Do you know, does that mean that um, auditions and rehearsals will also be back i don't know well i mean you know we just did a audition today uh for that's a film. true that's true for a film that i mean if cast it wouldn't be until late august anyway um and i imagine like if it's an outdoor situation maybe it's not as bad you know and if we can get like the crew to wear their masks or whatever you know that's fine but then i think about like what about cast like holding areas like if you're filming a television show and you need extras and you know have we thought about like extras holding which is usually like a trailer or two where you pack the extras in yeah. um what what are we gonna do for you know for things like that um i'm i'm just i don't know what policies have been put in place for that i'm curious to see um, and do my own research, actually, to see, like, has SAG-AFTRA, like, put out some sort of best practices, you know, have has the the city of New York, like, consulted with um, people in television to, to figure out, like, what's what is the best way to bring filming back? Um, but I don't I don't know how comfortable 
I'd have to think about films. because That was my next question. You know, question. I'd have to really think about it. But I know for sure I wouldn't feel comfortable going back to an audition hall right yeah. now. Like, I think about even the week before we shut down, I was over in, like, and yeah, sure, this is for theater, not for film and TV, but I was over at Ripley Greer, and there's people getting, you know, it's packed. The, the hallways are packed because there's a different audition in every room. There's people changing in the halls. There's people doing their hair and makeup in the halls, people stretching in the halls. People are lined up against the walls, like sitting, stretching, even just dozed off, walk, pacing back and forth while they memorize their lines or whatever. It's, it is too packed to, you know, and in a closed space in an old building where I don't know what the ventilation is like in a lot of these buildings. I think I'm going to need to do my research in terms of like, okay, what what safety measures are we putting in place for filming? But I don't think I would feel comfortable going to most of the casting offices, most of the audition halls, most of the rehearsal halls that I know. Because that's just, it's just too many people in one space. Yeah. Um, it not like, observing like social distancing because you can't. Yeah. It's an old building. The hallways are really narrow. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's so true because regardless of what the industry or the city says, we yeah. all, we have our own kind of personal yeah. phases, you know. Was it this week? No, it was two weeks ago that I got my antibodies tests back. Yeah. Was that two weeks ago? I think so. Um, and I tested positive for antibodies. Yeah. Um, and you got yours and you tested negative. And I did negative. not. Yeah. And, and I've, I've heard a bunch of people saying that, like, they, they give false results positive or negative. I, I don't know. And it's one of those things that, you know, it... Yeah, exactly. I don't know what it means. Um, if I was infected, how I was infected, mm -hmm. if it's a false positive, if, if it's a different coronavirus, like the one that causes the common cold. Um, all I know is that it really doesn't change anything for us. Um, it doesn't change really anything for us at all. We're still going to wear our masks. Mm -hmm. If we were going to get our hair cut, we would still wear a mask. Um, and so the test didn't really kind of change anything. Um, did it change anything for you? The test? When you found out that, um, that my test came back positive? I was just curious kind of how that would have happened. Yeah. Because we really have spent the last several months together. You go out a little more often than I do. Uh, a lot more often than I do. Um, Especially so at I'm the beginning. Yeah, I'm wondering, like, were you exposed at some point and I wasn't? But then even so, how did you not bring that back? Yeah. Right? I felt like know? we had this conversation for, like, five minutes. Yeah. And then we realized... Doesn't matter because you are negative. <laughs> right, right, right. Because it's not going to change anything. It's not like, oh, I have immunity. Let me go kind of go lick light pole, light poles. Is Would it? you? Um, no. <laughs> 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 because I'm not kind of immune from a bonic plague. I, I like the way you just kind of threw that in there just for your Yeah, nice response. little throwback to uh, the, in, the in jokes we have in our apartment because we spend 24-7 together. I think our next big milestone will be um, your sister's graduation. Yeah, so we are going to my sister's graduation. At least we're planning on it at this moment in Maryland, uh, taking the train down. Uh, we thought about it. You know, we thought the safest would be to rent a car because then we wouldn't be like, we really could limit who we come in contact with. Mm -hmm. But it's expensive. And the mm -hmm. train right now is cheaper than I've ever seen it. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, so I did a little reading. I'm like, okay, what safety practices are they putting in Thank place? Thank you so much for doing that. Yeah, of course. No, whatever. I'd, you, you'd have done the same. Um, you've, you've handled, like, so many of our trips to, like, your, your brother's house or, you know, stuff yeah. like that. So I'm absolutely happy to do it. Um, I know that the train is sort of underselling so that there will be even more space on the train. I know that... Uh, what what was it? Everyone's got to wear masks. They've they've removed a lot of the like materials that are in seats, like those those pamphlets or whatever, so that 
There's, oh, not, wow. there's not stuff left behind that people can touch. Um, I think they've increased their cleaning. Increased their cleaning. Uh, you no longer, like, if you're walking up and down an Amtrak train, you used to have to, like, push a button to open the door. And now it's, like, a contactless thing where, like, you can do it with your foot. Oh, or, fascinating. Or something like that. Um, and so, so yeah, they're, they're putting some stuff in place. I think we'll be okay. Um, I know that my family has tested negative. I know that, you know, I've tested negative. You tested positive only for antibodies. Yeah. So, you know, my only concern is, like, I don't, I think it's more likely that we would come into contact with somebody that yeah. we could put them at risk than the other way around, just because of how populous New York City is. Yeah. Um, but I want to be there, like I and I know that Alia really wants us there, and so I'm, I, I'm just I'm excited to go. I'm very excited to go. I am too, and I'm I love the fact it kind of brings us full circle because when we first moved in, yeah, in March, yeah, we kind of took us we took a pause, yeah. And we asked ourselves, do it's not do we do this or not? Right. But is there a third or fourth option? Right. If we were gonna do it, how would we feel comfortable doing it? And I right. felt like we kind of revisited that conversation around right. your sister's graduation. What are we comfortable with? What are your parents comfortable with? Right. Um, and you know, like we said, coming yeah, up with we, a plan and letting them know that if they change their mind, I know it's not like they're gonna disinvite us from your sister's wedding, but if they're graduation. not, graduation. Oh my gosh! But my speaking, speaking of weddings, speaking of weddings, that's on the brain. Yeah, speaking of weddings, because like we don't even know if uh, Sabrina's wedding is on. I I know, as far as I know, it's it still is, but Good. you know they're um, in Houston. It's in December, so right. we have time. But you know Texas is going in the opposite direction right. that New York is, um, and so and we have kind of family members who are in multiple risk categories, right. and so um, including Sabrina, who's unfortunately immunocompromised. Yeah. So it's. Yeah, it's, you know, I know there are a couple of people who aren't going to go. I know we still plan to go um, because you're officiating. Uh -huh. You're officiating. <laughs> it was so cute when she asked you to, to officiate. It was almost like a proposal. I, I was going to cry, like, watching her ask you to, to officiate. Do you remember that? You know, I was just thinking about that today. That yeah. was here, right? That was here. Okay. Yeah. God. Yeah. I was trying to remember. Yeah. It time, was really. Time. Time. It's a thing. So so as far as we know, that's still on, but we I don't know, things things could change. This is definitely not over just because phase four is 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 happening and and now we are quote unquote reopened. I mean, filming is back. Broadway's not coming back till next year. Yeah. I know a lot of people who like, you know, in theater who are considering like leaving this industry period because the instability is too much. That was my next question. Broadway is not coming back till next year. What yeah. about other theater? It's kind of going so my understanding is that, and I'm more familiar with like union stuff mm -hmm. uh, and like, cause I get as an equity member, I get a lot of like those news and update emails. And um, I know that it's kind of going on a case by case, assuming that like theaters observe certain safety, safety guidelines. Um, so I know that like, for example, Barrington Stage, which is a summer stock company in the Berkshires is reopening. Oh wow! Um, yeah, that they're they're putting certain guidelines in place so that they can reopen. Um, I know there's another one, another one as well that's reopening, but I forget the name of it. Um, so I think that it's I think that it's kind of going, like, people are kind of doing it by individually, case by case. Who is um, what word am I looking for? Like, who has put certain measures in place to ensure that they can reopen? Even then, nobody's fully reopening. People are operating at, like, half capacity. They're only going to sell a certain number of tickets and, um, you know, and things like that. And I know that for that that very reason, like, Broadway is not going to reopen because there needs to be a lot of thought into 
how are we going to keep those massive audiences safe? Yeah. Um, like I said, and the cast and crew. And the cast and, and staff. crew. And staff. And, you know, like, I can just, I mean, cast, crew, staff, yes. But then I'm also thinking about, like, if you've ever been in New York in Times Square uh, at around, like, 10 p.m. when all of the shows are starting to let out. Ooh. And that entire street is just, like, packed with people who are, like, trying to stage door whatever show they went to or, you know, they're just kind of walking up and down to see what else is on right now. That that particular area where all of the theaters, like, you know, the major Broadway houses are, is um, is really congested. And so that's that was my first thought, yeah. like, when I was thinking about, oh, that's, you know, the multiple people that could be at risk, like audiences are still really at risk. Even if you like can sell your house at half capacity, you can't control what happens as soon as they walk out. And then you get the that 10 p.m. mass of everyone getting out from every show, um, you know, getting on the Times Square subway stop. And it's just like the platform is packed with people who came out from every single show. Um, it's it's risky. Yeah. Um, Who's got the time to wait when we haven't canceled rent? We should freaking cancel rent. I literally you know. thought you meant the show. I was uh, like, why are you coming for rent like that? Uh, that's another. You want me to come for rent? That's another story. You want me to come for rent? We could dedicate a whole episode to that. But no, like people's rent is due now. Yeah. And we still haven't canceled it, which I think this city and I think that many, many, we should just, we should just cancel rent. Those things need to be on hold. You can't do like forbearance plans and payment plans because nobody knows when the money's going to come in to do all of that. Yeah, yeah. Like, we need to cancel rent. So who's got the time to wait around for 2021 when rent is right now? Yeah, yeah. Rent is due. I mean, at the time this is being released, it'll be due in like, what, 12 days? Yeah. So what do you think is going to be the next big thing for you? Like, what? when will you feel like you're in your own personal phase one? My own personal phase one? Yeah. Oof. That's a good question. Um, For me, I think it starts with the socially distant um, hanging out with our friends. Yeah. Did I tell you that Jason and um, Vaughn invited us over? Yeah, they texted me. I need to get back to them. I'm oh, so good. bad at texting people back. I'm sorry, Jason and Vaughn. <laughs> but I love the fact that, you know, they have a backyard. Yeah. And the fact that we could hang out with them in their backyard feels right for us. Yeah. Um, I don't know... How many? I can actually. I do want to do maybe a picnic in Central Park. Oh, um, I'd like that. You know, maybe you, at least you and me, and maybe at some point invite other friends where we're, you know, outside and distant. I feel like connecting with people, our friends, um, in real life, um, in a socially distant way, would feel like a nice first step for us. Yeah, I think for me, I think I would feel comfortable going outside a lot more often. You know, in social capacities, assuming we don't have a second wave. In the fall. Okay. Because, and we've talked about this, I don't like wearing the mask. Yeah. I know that, I'm not saying I don't want to wear the mask. I'm not saying I don't see why I have to. I know why I have to wear a mask. I know why I should wear a mask. Doesn't I know you like why. It. it doesn't mean I like it. And I get very, like, I personally, like, it's something, it's something physical in me. Mm-hmm. That, like, I get very anxious with the mask up against my face. In the summer specifically, like, I wasn't having this problem in, like, March, April when it was still really cold out. That's true. But now that it's hot and humid, I feel like I can't breathe yeah. when I have the mask on. And it just makes me very anxious. And so I was going to say, it seems to kind of trigger an anxiety in a lot of people. Something's going on. Yeah. And so I'm like, I don't know that I would feel comfortable going back outside because for me, wearing the mask is like, yeah. I'm, we're going to do it. Like, I'm not, I'm not in this, I'm not in this category that some folks are in where they're like protesting wearing masks and all that stupid. No, 
absolutely not. I will always wear the mask. I just, I just physically feel uncomfortable with it. Yeah. And so when would I feel safe going back out knowing that I'm going to have to put that mask on? Probably not till like October. Yeah. Um, October is three months away and that's a dreadful thing for me. And, you know, I, when will I feel comfortable going back to classes for things? Cause I used to take I feel classes. like that's a phase two thing. That's probably a phase two. And, and that's also a bummer because I, want to start taking those classes again. You know, it wasn't long before we shut down that I started taking dance classes again and and voice lessons again and, and all kinds of things because I really wanted to, like, I thought 2020 was going to be my year, like a lot of people. And 2020 said no. Um, Do you think riding the subway is a phase one or phase two thing for you or phase three? I'm just genuinely curious about the capacity of the subway because you and I have not been on the subway That's true. for a little bit. But everyone I know says, like, oh, it's, you know, it's fine. And what's interesting is I feel like by the time we are comfortable riding with the subway, yeah. the rest of the city will probably be on phase five or nine. Yeah. And it'll be a lot more crowded. But I wonder how many other people are also feeling the way that we are. Good question. Yeah. I'm assuming, you know, like, sure, we're in phase four. I don't think everyone's flocking to the subways because even though I have people in my life who have been on the subway telling me it's cleaner than ever... I've only had memories of it not being that clean. I was gonna say I, um, what I'm what I'm anticipating is that as the reopening continues, more people will be having to go into the office. Mm-hmm. Um, so now they have the option of not riding the subway. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like after a while, that option is gonna be taken away for a lot of people. Yeah, and so it's it's interesting that we have the uh, luxury and privilege to ask ourselves when we want to ride this right. when we'll feel comfortable. You're right. It is a privilege. But I'm wondering by the time we decide we're ready, um, half of the city, if not more, would already been have, have been riding the subway to get to pay their rent. Yeah. That has and, not been canceled. Yeah. And we'll just have to deal with that when that happens. But so what about you? What is your phase one? <clears throat> it's a good question because for me, since we both kind of work remotely, um, it's not like going into the office um, or a commute. Um, honestly, some of the things I used to do on a regular basis, I think my phase one would be going to an outdoor restaurant. Okay. Um, which we've done once already. Mm, we didn't sit down though. We did. When? Um, after the march. Oh, you're right. I forgot about that. Um, and I felt like, and I felt like we we're being so naughty because we like skipped over like phase one and two, and here we are, kind of dining outdoors, and I, fe- I don't know why, but for some reason that felt different. Um, and so, dining indoors, I feel like is a phase two or phase three thing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think my phase one would be um, hanging out with friends outdoors, and maybe outdoor dining. Okay. And and that's why I don't, and I still, the jury's still out for me about riding the subway if that's a phase one or phase two thing for me. Yeah. And when I say that, I don't even know if, like I said, phase one may not be September or October for me yet. Really? You wouldn't, you wouldn't do phase one that soon? Depending on what is in phase one. Yeah. Well, I mean, if I'm defining phase one as hanging out with friends outdoors and we're going to hang out with uh, um, Jason and Vaughn. Yeah. Then maybe I would feel comfortable doing that now or within the next few weeks. But I don't have a whole lot of friends who fit into that category. I will say, I mean, like, and maybe this is going to sound rash. Um, and I, I'm i still thinking about how I feel about this. But yeah, my, yeah, yeah. my birthday's coming up. And my birthday's on a Friday. Um, and I'm wondering, like, would I feel comfortable going to, like, re-speech 
on my birthday with a very, very small number of people. And what are we gonna what are we gonna do? Are we gonna sit on the beach in our masks? And am I gonna feel comfortable doing that? Um, I'm thinking about it. But you know, we should talk about it. We it's, should talk about it. Clearly, I've been thinking about your birthday and I wanna make it special. Yeah. And so I'm thinking about um yeah, I was thinking like how do we do a kind of a, a special birthday? Yeah. Our first birthday, our first birthday? No, our first your birthday. Mm-hmm. As a couple. Wait a second. It's not our first my birthday as a couple. You went to my birthday last year. But were we dating by then? <laughs> Depends on who you ask. <laughs> That'll be the topic of next week's episode. You ask me, yes. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, I was like, oh, I want to make it special. I was like, how do we make it special without leaving the apartment? Which we could do. And this year would not be our first your birthday together. I mean, because yeah, we were already together by your birthday. Were we though? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Love you. Wow. I live alone. <laughs> We're really going to need to cancel rent now because I live alone. I can't, I can't pay the whole thing. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, we should talk about your birthday. We should talk about it. I mean, and and we'll, we'll see. It's something we'll play by ear. Um, I think above all, it's just a matter of like making sure everyone stays safe because this isn't over just because it's nice out. Yeah. Staying safe and keeps the lines of communication open. Yeah. a long episode, so there's no listener letter this week. Instead, it's time for our Neighborhood Watch. Each week, we'll shout out a person, an organization, an event, something in our community that we think you would like to know about. Today's shout out goes out to For the Girls. For the Girls raises money to assist with Black trans folks' rent and affirmative surgery. You can follow them on Instagram at For the Girls. That's one word, For the Girls. Girls spelled G-W-O-R-L-S. G-W-O-R-L-S. Girls. We'll put their information in the show notes. If you know someone that deserves a shout out, email us at housewarmingpartypod at gmail.com and we might feature them on the show. That's today's Neighborhood Watch. A quick note before we go, you might have noticed that we didn't release an episode last week, and that is because we have switched to a bi-weekly schedule. So every other week, those of you who are listening to us will get a new episode in your feed. We did that because we are doing this for free, and even though it doesn't sound like it, there's a lot of work that goes on behind the scenes, and we kind of want to have our weekends back and not have it be all work. And I'll like, you know, on top of that, I kind of, I know that when we were designing the show, we kind of were planning it. I mean, first of all, we did not plan for coronavirus, but we were planning to do it with friends and with community. And, yeah. and you know, the, the idea of housewarming party is we would have our guests and we would be able to talk to like friends of ours that we could bring on as guest hosts. And so that is something that we're still working on. We're still kind of figuring out all the technology. Um, and I, I just am going to need some more time to do that, you know. So you will get your episode. Uh, the next episode will be... I guess two weeks from now, so that would be August 3rd, 4th? Math. Math. <laughs> It'll be August math. Um, so you know what? Just 
stay tuned. Two weeks from now, you will get your next episode, but that is going to do it for us on this episode. Uh, we'd like to thank Jay Smoove at the Jay Squad for letting us use his remix of the Jefferson's theme song. You can find them on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, Spotify, and Apple Music. Check out their website at jsquadbeats.com to learn more. We'd also like to thank Wooly Bears for designing the cover art. You can find him online at woollybears.com. That's Wooly Bears with a Z. On Instagram at Wooly Bears, or if you have a few bucks to spare, and you can support him on Patreon at patreon.com slash woollybears. Speaking of Patreon, Housewarming Party is just one of the podcasts I had planned to roll out this year, but you know, coronavirus. If you want to support the show and help us continue to deliver quality digital content, check out my Patreon and consider donating. You can find me at patreon.com slash sammyfigs. That's patreon.com slash s-a-m-y figs. That's patreon.com slash s-a-m-y figs. Can you sing it? <laughs> I, I'm going to do, I'm doing an interpretive dance that our listeners can't see right now. S-a-m-y figs. Doing the letter S with my body. Letter A. Letter M, letter Y. You promise? We'll put everything in the show notes. And if you like what you're hearing and want to support the show in a non-monetary way, tell a friend about the show. And better yet, you can rate us on Apple Podcasts. Positive ratings boost our show and help other people to find it. Until next time, I'm Eddie Gonzalez-Novoa. And I'm Sammy Figaredo. Thanks for, for listening. listening. Mm. It's hot. Can I turn on the air conditioning <laughs> now? <laughs> I'm Eddie. I'm Sammy. And this is Housewarming Party. Party. What? Squeaked? Oh, did you hear that? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I think you did that on purpose. <laughs> I love you. <laughs>